music, you know it's time for The Sports Machine with Slim. Right here on WKXL Radio, it's 14.50 a.m. It is 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, New Hampshire. And then as I know, many of people of you are listening out there on NH. TalkRadio.com. Very simple. Go to the menu thing, listen live. Yeah, that's how you listen live. Just click on that, and boom, it loads right up. You don't have to download an app or anything like that for you old-timers that uh, don't like that new technology. I'm going to tell you what. We have Angry Slim in the building today. Angry Slim is back. On Tuesday, I ranted and raved about the Celtics because they lost in the in-season tournament game to Indiana. I came back... On Wednesday, a little bit more mellow. But now today, I'm, I mean, I'm upset. Angry Slim is back, and there's two reasons why. One is a sporting reason, which really should be what I start the show with. But I'm just going to go with the personal reason. And as I was driving in, feeling upset and angry, to a certain degree, I thought, my God, I don't know how people do this every single day. I don't know how all of you are doing it. This world is crazy, man. There's so much stuff. Everybody is so, so busy. And that is why I am truly thankful that you're taking some of your time to listen to me. I know you probably don't want to listen to me complain, right? (laughs) Because God knows you could probably complain enough about the own things you got in your life. But I'm going to start out and let you know a little bit why I'm angry. Last week, I went to the car dealership where I bought my car, brand new, whatever it was, four years ago. Need four new tires. Okay, I know the service at this place ain't great. I'm not going to mention them on the airwaves, okay? I'm not going <laughs> to insult companies on the airwaves. I bought, I bought four new tires. Great. It's expensive. Took two hours for, two, for four new tires and an oil change. Two hours? Okay. I'm not going back to this place. Anyway, day later, one of my tires, the pressure... I get the warning light on. It's dropped down to 31. So it was around 39 pounds per whatever the measurement thing is. And then, well, the long and the the short of it is one of my tires is like kind of flat. Went down to 31. Totally dropped. Well, it's just the one tire. Well, what, dude? I just got new tires. Okay, so that's what I'm dealing with Saturday. Pop up the tire. All right. Well, it's a slow leak or something. It ain't going to zero, but there's a slow leak. So today, I'm like, don't use your basketball pump, Jim, anymore for your tire. That's probably part of your mistake, right? I did that one day. I'm like, I'm at home. Like, I'm just going to get a couple of pumps in to raise it up. I say, today, I'm going to actually stop at a gas station on the way to put the official air pump on my tire to get it pumped up three or four pounds more because I'm at 32 and I got to drive 40 minutes. I, I got to pump it up. I can't be driving with this. So I get out of the car. I go over to the... for air? $2 for air. Okay, fine. It used to be a quarter. It used to be 50 cents. I don't want to be too old-timer. As recently as, like, last week it was a (laughs) dollar. Now it's $2 for air. Fine. I go over the thing. It takes credit cards. Oh, it also takes cash. Cool. All right. It takes. It don't take dollars, though, because I had $2. No, don't take dollars. It takes quarters. I go into my coin box in the car. I got $1.50. So I don't got enough. I need $2. I only got six quarters. Okay, great. I got to swipe my credit card. God knows I'm going to get hacked on my credit card for using this on this stupid device, right? Whatever. I need the air. I'm here. It's only $2. Who cares? Swipe the card. Okay, it turns on. Great. Let me go and get the thing. 
I'd already unscrewed the black thing off the uh, tire or the um, you know pump area. So I connect it. Boy, it doesn't sound like it's pumping into the tire. Okay, I leave it in. Oh, take it out. Put it back in. Take it out. I put the air pressure measuring gauge on. I got less air in my tire now than I did 20, 30 seconds ago when I stopped. You know, then I started putting this thing on. And not only is it not putting any air into my tire, it's allowing more air to release. So I, it's broken. The $2 air machine is broken. So I can't pump up my brand new tires and I got to get to work. So that was a little bit of my frustration. That was the personal side. I'm going to leave that in the past because I know you all have your own stories about how you could be frustrated on today. Yesterday, last night, what set me off? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I think he might have gone to the University of Houston. He was kind of a good quarterback prospect back back then. I I'm not sure if I'm on the right uh, college. You know why? Because it doesn't really matter where David Carr went to college because when he got to the NFL, he stunk. I think Derek Carr actually might be his brother who plays for the New Orleans Saints right now. I could be wrong on that. Maybe it's his cousin. Whatever. But David Carr has the audacity yesterday on social media to be saying over the airwaves that Jalen Hurts should not be playing quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles right now and that Marcus Mariota would be a superior player at the quarterback position for this upcoming week against the Cowboys. And David Carr on social media is telling us, oh, well, Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball. He's not accurate. I think we all know this. He hasn't been in the... I was like, dude... Here's the deal. You have zero right to critique any other quarterback in the NFL. The same thing goes for Dan Orlovsky, who I know gets an interview segment on a competing station, WEEI, every week. They let this guy on to tell us all how quarterbacks need to be better. Here's the deal. You guys have no credibility to critique other quarterbacks because you had your chances and blew it. You stunk. I, slim with the sports machine, I have credibility to be able to critique other NFL quarterbacks. You know why? Because I haven't been out there yet. If I start at quarterback tonight for the New England Patriots... I will do as well as Bailey Zappi did last week. I'm 49 years old. I'm 6'4", 190 pounds, coming off neck surgery from four years ago. Very minimal athletic activity over the past couple of months, except for coaching my first and second grade kids in basketball and my kindergarten teams in basketball. But it's irrelevant. I could do what Bailey Zappi did last week. You know why? Oh, I'm sorry. Is it possible to score less than zero points? Is it, can we score less than zero? If I just received the hike from the center and spiked it into the ground each play, I would be a superior player to Bailey Zappi. That's my contention. Dan Orlovsky, you have no credibility. I don't want to hear you criticize any other quarterbacks. You stunk when you played. David Carr, you stunk 
when you played. I don't want to hear you tell me that Jalen Hurts shouldn't be starting at quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles this coming week because Marcus Mariota would be better. How do, how do these guys get paychecks? How does it happen? How do these cats get paychecks? Like, am I wrong to be, like, angry about this? Like, I am so sick and tired of people who, you don't know anything, dude. You stink. Why should you get paid to tell me what you think? So, that's how we're starting out the show, people. Just an angry rant from Angry Slim. And I'm going to try and dial it back in because I know advertisers on the show, they don't want to hear constant negativity and anger. In fact, um, they want to hear uh, probably upbeat and positive uh, messages. So do I have one for you about the uh, Patriots game tonight? The Patriots play the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. Do you know that? If you're a Patriots fan, you might want to watch. And if you are watching, it should be for one reason, to root against the Patriots. You want them to lose tonight because you want them to get the number one pick in the draft that will be coming up in 2024. That's And some people are, oh, you don't want to ever root against your team. You're not a real fan. Listen, take that down the road to somebody, somebody else. I want to be able to root for somebody who has a reasonable haircut at quarterback. Bailey Zappi's haircut is ridiculously awful. He should be, if I was his coach, I would be like, you cannot take your helmet off. Because, I mean, I see him take his helmet, I'm like, who's his barber? Like, who's, is he going to a stylist for this? Or is he, at least if he's doing it himself, well, that could be part of his shtick. He, but he's not telling anybody, so what good is his shtick? His haircut is so bad. It's like, dude, there is no way that you sat down in the barber chair and were like, hey, this is the cut I want. Can you give it to me? I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you some more radio. I'm going to give you a commercial coming up here. Maddie Hatter Cookie Company. I ordered some Maddie Hatter cookies last night online. If you listen to this ad that's coming up, I will tell you, please decide if you would eat a Maddie Hatter cookie cookie if it was in front of you. My answer is yes, you would. WKXL, we're on 1450 AM. 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHtalkradio.com. The Sports Machine with Slim. We'll be right back. Start doing contests on the sports machine. The Maddie Hatter Cookie Company has inspired me. I have purchased some Maddie Hatter cookies last night. I did it online, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to do it for someone else. So stay tuned as the show goes on if you would like a chance to receive some free Maddie Hatter Cookie Companies cookies in the mail. Um, one theme. For the sports machine here is, I've said before multiple times, I want the callers to be calling in. 603-224-1450 is the sports hotline number here, as I have named it. 603-224-1450. We're going to be getting more and more callers in, and my promises to you, the callers, I'm going to try not to keep you on hold. So sometimes we're going to do rapid fire with callers. Sometimes uh, you're just going to have to go with whatever I decide, I guess. And right now I'm deciding that I want to hear from a caller who's on the line who wants to talk about the Red Sox. Don't talk to me about Alex Verdugo trades. Please, caller, go ahead. Tell me what you want to know and what you want to talk about the Red Sox. 
Slim, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was that Alec Verdugo trade. Oh, God, who would have guessed? By the way, the cars are brothers. But uh, going into those Red Sox, how are you as excited as I am? Um, we, um, Mookie Betts, what, what, what would you say? He's like third best player in Major League Baseball? In the top and three. The main piece we got back was Mr. Alex Verdugo, and we just flipped him for the Yankees' 12th best prospect. <laughs> I am excited. Yeah, jacked up in this cold weather. It's really look. It's nice to look forward to the heat of the baseball summer with an Alex Verdugo-less team. Now, um, the Yankees have been involved in a lot of trades because um, you heard about Soto, correct? Yeah, I saw Juan Soto. Yeah, I mean, I guess as being a sports talk show, I probably should open up with some of the biggest news, which I guess it's big news that the Yankees signed Juan Soto. But you know what I think? I think it's just another bad move by an organization that spends too much money on older players and never wins anything. Yeah, Yankees fans, I said it. Yankees win nothing. Check the uh, record, dude. Now, these two trades, the Yankees have unloaded seven arms. How loaded were they with pitching talent that in two trades they can unload seven pitchers? Have you seen the haircuts on any of those seven individuals? That is my question. I have not yet, but I wonder if there might be one or two specimens we might want to uh, refer to and compare against, compare and contrast with Bailey Zappi's haircut. What do you think of his haircut, Bob? (laughs) You know, I am not a haircut expert, (laughs) but um, the... uh, the Yankees are taking on a haircut of a salary where they, they had to include Grisham in this deal. So I said, ooh, they must have had to take on some big contract. The guy's only making $3 million. Now, I understand the Padres wanted to get rid of him. He hit 198 But I thought they were taking on some big contract. But um, if you only have to take on $3 million and you get Soto... Not a bad deal for our competition out there. I guess I just I'm not I'm not in on the baseball f- fan train right now. The Red Sox, hey, God bless them. I root for you. I mean, uh, David Ortiz, uh, one of my favorite Boston athletes of all time. That run when we won our first World Series was just absolutely sick. He was so good, so dialed in, and just such a bad man. I absolutely love David Ortiz. In fact, a goal for the sports machine. I'm going to put it right now out into the uh, atmosphere, into the universe. I want to be able to interview. David Ortiz someday on this program. Thank you, Bob, for me just uh, arriving at that uh, goal for the show. Well, I was actually very interested in uh, if you were going to have guests in the future and if you had a, um, a wish list. So there you go. Um, can I get a quick hand on the Patriots? Yes, you can, and I will, uh, I, I will let you know. I have another caller that wants to jump on the line, so we're going to let you go right here. But here's the overview on the Patriots. You're going to love this, Bob. Stay tuned on nhtalkradio.com for this. The All right. New England Thanks, Patriots. Sir. You bet. We'll talk to you again here. I'm going to tell you what. The New England Patriots, if I'm correct and I'm going top of mind, have not covered the spread in six games. I, I'm almost positive this is accurate. You can go through, look at the scores, compare and contrast against what the spreads and the lines were those weeks. The Patriots have not covered in six weeks, which in the gambling world of the NFL is an eternity. Usually, statistically, if you haven't covered for three weeks, your odds of covering the following week are high. And each week it gets higher. In fact, that's why the line movement last week went from six down to four is because the professionals are in doing that. Uh, They're laying it in on the Patriots. This week, after what you saw this past weekend, is there any way you could potentially predict the Patriots to win the game tonight. I know Kenny Pickett's not playing. He's got a high ankle sprain. I guess he just had surgery or something. Must have been an ankle break. He, he, he had surgery the other day, and I actually like Kenny Pickett. I root for him. 
the Steelers ain't a bad team. Their defense is rock solid. Watt, we know, is one of the best players in football. So the Steelers' defense is one of the best in the league. The Patriots' offense would be better if Slim from the sports machine was operating at QB. So how could we expect the Patriots to score tonight? Anybody that's picking the game is going to pick the Steelers. And I think they're favored by six. You heard it here, people. This is I am that type of guy when it comes to picking things. I pick stories. I pick sides. And usually I pick against the public. That is the number one rule of predicting. Go against what everybody else thinks. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm calling my shot. <laughs> I did say it on Sunday, though, when the Patriots played the Chargers. I had this exact same line of thinking. I'm like, Patriots are going to win, and they should have won. The Chargers tried to gift wrap us, gift wrap us that game. Word on the street has it that we've got another caller that wants to come on the airwaves, so I'm going to be quiet. What do you think about my pick? The Patriots are going to not only cover tonight, they're going to win the game. <laughs> this is Dave from Danville, and I, my guess is you've been smoking something illegal because the Patriots are terrible. They cannot score an offensive touchdown, and there was zero chance that I would ever wager any money on them to win any game the rest of the season. Well, that's good. I'm going against people like you because I think most people that have a brain would be thinking the same as you. And guess what? That football is shaped that way for a certain reason, and sometimes it just bounces funny. And you know the way it it bounces? The way that's going to crush your hopes and dreams, Dave from Danville. <laughs> hey, listen, if the Patriots win, you're right. It is going to crush my dreams because I'm glad to see that you've circled the wagon's here to start talking football because that's really what inspired talk radio, especially here in New England. I mean, we could talk about Red Sox, we could talk hockey with the Bruins and Celtics basketball, but the reality is, is this is a football town. And so right now the Patriots are in lose mode, and anybody who thinks that they're not tanking, I just don't think that they're paying attention. That's why you, you like the Patriots, I think, is a terrible tank. Well, what do you think about Bailey Zappi's haircut? I, let me ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you looked in the mirror and saw your own, or looked at the you know looked at me and saw mine, you might think Bailey Zappi has a good head of hair. I have no, I have no idea. Might not, <laughs> might not. I am, I, I am claiming to be the uh, very best talk show host when it comes to sports talk radio in the country. I will be the uh, foremost uh, haircut critic in the world <laughs> as well. I will anoint myself as such with the title, and I will give a huge. <laughs> Thumbs down to Bailey Zappi's haircut. You watch for yourself tonight, people. Are you going to watch the game, uh, Dave from Danville? Will you be watching the game tonight? Because you have to take the action of going to Amazon and waiting for it to load up, and it is a pain for it to happen. Will you turn the game on at all? Of course, I'll watch the game. My, my wife does a lot of shopping with Amazon, so I'm lucky enough to not have to go too far to, to download the app or pull it up and just turn the game on. Yeah, but but that's it. Before we even go down, because I wait, do have a, a couple of patients. I'd I love want to talk you. A couple. Yeah, go I ahead. want you to hold on one second. But, but actually, that game's probably on local TV, isn't it? I'm too programmed for the national stuff. Where you you're looking like, where's this game? Where's this game? Oh, the Amazon. No, I bet you tonight it's actually on the local station. So uh, you might want to not have to load up Amazon if it was if it turned out to be on NBC or whatever. So uh, yeah, we we don't want to steer people awry here on the sports machine. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> well, th- Thirty years ago, the, the 
football game would have been blacked out on local television. <laughs> Yo, and I was a huge fan then. Fast forward 30 years, and now I'm rooting for it to be blacked out on local television so I don't have to watch it. Yo, but this is like one of those things. You see this terrible accident on the road. You can't help but look at it. Even though you know there's nothing good there, that's what the game is tonight. There's nothing good to watch but I can't take my eyes off it because I just love the Patriots. It's quite a conundrum. That's a good word, conundrum. <laughs> so, so what, you know, I got a couple of quick questions regarding the Patriots, and I, I really I think the next step is going to be the drop. But before we go anywhere, you mentioned Dan Olofsky. I got to tell you, I don't know how anybody mentions Dan Olofsky and doesn't talk about him running five yards out of the back of the end zone. I think this is what he's most famous for in his playing career. Took a snap on the three yards line, and he runs five yards out of the back of the end zone, and he's running around for like 15 more yards like he's going to throw a pass, and everybody stopped running because he's out of the play. Right. I, I mean, I, I, he's clueless. I mean, this, this is definitive proof that this man is not an intelligent human being, and yet he gets paid to critique other human beings. Like, what is wrong with this world? If you can't do, teach. <laughs> I don't know, but but regarding the Patriots, you know, I'm curious. So, so one, you know, are you on this lose train? Would you rather see them lose than trying to get the the best draft pick that they can possibly get? And who are you looking for them to target in the upcoming draft? The QB, wide receiver. You know, are they going to trade down? Like, what do you think is going to happen with that? Well, this is a, a spot where people are going to say that I'm, you know, I've got some issues. I'm stupid. I, I have, uh, you know, the wrong opinions. I, but we're going to hold those opinions. I do want the Patriots to lose tonight. I think they're going to win. I do want them to lose. Dave, if you'd be willing to, please hold on through the commercial break. we got an incredible commercial that I created all by myself with some help from the folks in the back room about the cryptocurrency industry. It's very interesting. You're listening to WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. Just got a message from a listener making fun of me. Says pounds per whatever. Very scientific. When I was talking about the pressure in my tire, that PSI, I have no idea what PSI stands for. I will tell you, I will throw myself on the mercy of the uh, intellectual police. I do not know what pounds, pounds per square inch? PSI, is that what it could be? I go ahead and totally redeem myself. I will say it probably is that, although it easily could not be. Uh, Dave, you have uh, gracefully hung on uh, the line through the commercial. Do you know what PSI stands for? Yeah, it is pounds per square wrench, yes. If you did not know what it stood for, would you be willing to admit such on the air? Of course. Okay, very good. All right, you're a man who has earned my trust and respect. You asked us going into the break, or asked me going into the break, what would I do? What's the situation regarding the Patriots draft? I definitely want to hear your thoughts. I will tell you, I want the number one pick, but I'm not taking Caleb Williams ever. If we have the number one pick or any other pick in the first round, I want nothing to do with this man as the starting quarterback on my team. He's only gotten worse from last year to this year, and when he loses, he goes up into the stands and cries to his mom, thanks, see you later, I'll let some other team have him. If we got the first pick in the draft, I want Marvin Harrison Jr. because I think he's a lock stock guarantee at that position. Wide receiver, go ahead. All right, so, well, I think there's a lot of narratives out there that losing teams lose. 
And so people don't want to become a losing franchise or, or a tanking franchise to try and get a, a franchise quarterback or, or something along those lines because they just think that losing breeds losing. And, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think every situation is, is, is on its own, right, you know, to be judged. And so for the Patriots, we were not good for a long time, and all of a sudden we had a great probably four or five drafts in the 90s under Parcells who really set the, the franchise on the right track. And then Belichick, of course, came aboard, and the, the rest of the story was written. But when it comes to the draft this year, I mean, I, I think it's more important than ever. Everyone's talking about Caleb Williams. I don't understand how Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't the number one pick on the board for any franchise. I got two, two pieces of information I'll give you, and then, I'll, and then I'll run and I'll listen in. Right, so in the NFL right now, there are eight teams with four wins or less. Arizona, Carolina, Chicago, Washington, the Giants, Tennessee, the Jets, and the Patriots. Now, the Jets might be the exception to the rule. There's a, lo- a little be to, to be written on Garrett Wilson over there. I love but Garrett Wilson. That they, they all have in common. They have no wide receiver. They don't have a top wide receiver. And, and in Arizona, you have Kyler Murray, who was the number one pick. Right in Chicago, you have Justin Fields, who was another top ten draft pick in the first round for a quarter. So, so clearly, you're not having a number one wide receiver. I think is is detrimental to a team. The second piece of information is regarding first round quarterback since 2018. And I'm going to take the last couple of years out of it. The Kenny Pickett, Stroud, Young, and and Richardson from last year because I just don't think there's enough information on those guys yet. Well, C.J. Stroud, there eight, is C.J. Stroud is incredible, but go ahead. Well, from 2018 to 2021, there were 15 quarterbacks taken in the first round. Those names included Sam Donald, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Zach Wilson, <laughs> Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. Now, in 2020, there was an aberration. You got Joe Burrow, Taco Loa, you got Herbert and Jordan Love out of that draft. And, and th- that's still kind of recent, but that looks like a pretty good draft. I mean, the other years, it's impossible. It's hit or miss. Absolutely. You can't identify what quarterback is going to be a potential game changer. And you just said it. You just said it, Dave. Caleb Williams is the projected universal number one pick. Kyler Murray is faster than him, shiftier than him, can throw the deep ball probably the same. I don't know. Like, why would you think Caleb Williams is going to be any better than Kyler Murray? And Kyler Murray's track record in the NFL kind of stinks, doesn't it? It's at best, it's unproven. I mean, if you want to say it's subpar, it's hard to disagree. But it's I'll still say he's he's a, a not enough information. I just he comes out of the same program as Kyler Murray did, right? They both played under Lincoln Riley uh, over in USC, and Kyler Murray hasn't done much. And and I think there was loftier expectations. I mean, maybe not, but I remember when Kyler Murray came out, he could have gone baseball, he could have gone football. It was overwhelmingly the number one consensus draft pick. I think that there's way more noise about Drake May potentially being number one this year over Caleb Williams. So, so I think that people expected more from Kyler Murray than they will from Caleb Williams, and that's why for me, if I'm the Patriots, I'm tanking. I want Marvin Harrison Jr., and then I'm making another another change at quarterback, and, and not for nothing. If you want to dig deeper, look at your quarterbacks who, who are leading. You know, like the NFL right now, West East or AFC NFC. You got Brock Purdy, seventh round draft pick, and, and Tua. Wasn't a, uh, a number one draft pick. He was a first round pick, but everything. I, I think at this point, everybody sees two has been elevated by Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and so for me, get your wide receivers first, then get your quarterback. It's tough to argue with that take. I mean, uh, to continue along that line, Jalen Hurts 
is was never expected to be a leading quarterback in the NFL when he was drafted. I mean, he, he was nothing when he was playing for Alabama, and then he went to Oklahoma. He had a good good time there for a year. I think maybe it was two, but he turns out, boom, gets drafted. This guy that coaches Caleb Williams right now obviously knows how to coach up quarterbacks. You still there, Dave? Do you Can you share any light on that? No, he's got a system. I mean, he he was over at Oklahoma. He took over after Stoops left Oklahoma. He was there for I don't know, probably seven years, you know. And then he made the move over to the USC when uh, when they decided to cough up more money, and so he, he brought along you know his players. So so for people that don't know, Caleb Williams was actually committed to um, Oklahoma, right? He was going to Oklahoma when when Lincoln Riley made the move over to USC. Caleb Williams followed him. So so he's a Lincoln Riley guy. Uh, you know, and so he's developed an offense that's clearly productive for quarterbacks, right? He's developed multiple Heisman candidates. Kyler Murray. System. He was the coach of Kyler Murray. So, I mean, Patriots fans out there, you have the number one pick. If it was available today and the draft started today and you could take Kyler Murray, number one, would you want to take him? And if your answer is no, how can you draft Caleb Williams? Why isn't the answer the same? It shouldn't. It, it should be no. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna draft a quarterback, it's Drake May in this class, and, and potentially even Jaden Daniels. You know, but that's a, that's something that this is going to be a topic that's going to be coming up a lot over the next month or two. I just figured it's now the best time to start having that conversation before anybody else does. Beat him to the punch. I got I got to run some. I appreciate the time today. Right on. I'm a Jaden Daniels guy. For everybody that's listening out there, I just want you to know Jaden Daniels is my guy. Would I take him with the number one pick? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I would take him with the number one pick. I would take Marvin Harrison. But if it turns out Jaden Daniels goes number three in the draft and turns into the NFL's version of Michael Jordan, I would, I would believe the story. I would believe that story. In Michael Jordan's draft, he went number three, right? Wasn't it Hakeem first? Sam Bowie was two, I think. And then Michael Jordan was number three. Oh, no. Maybe there's something down here. Do we have something with the wire? Are we really cut? Oh, no, no. Oh, we just, oh. Our caller's not on the line. Oh, there we go. Yeah. See, this is... Thank you. This Hello. is Kat. I wanted to introduce Kat to everybody <laughs> in the audience. This is the person that helps set up the equipment that makes me sound somewhat reasonable because totally I'm, I'm clueless back here. So, Kat, do you have anything you want to say to the listening audience? Uh, hello. You've probably heard me on other programs. Yes, I'm also the general manager here. So it's nice to uh, have you all listening to the Sports Machine. There we go. Thank you. It's nice to hear from you back there, Katzi. It's not just a one-man show here <laughs> on the Sports Machine, there's people. There's a lot of us behind here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all behind the, the curtain and nobody gets to see. Don't ask any questions. You know what my question is? Do you want some cookies from the Maddie Hatter Cookie Company? Because in segment four, which will be coming up shortly... I'm going to give away some cookies. Me, Slim, I'm going to pay for some cookies and have them delivered to the address of your choice. So in segment four, the first person that calls up and says, Slim, I'd like the Maddie Hatter Cookie Company, as long as you can pass my test. I may have a test involving a question or two for you. As long as you can pass that test on the air with me, you will win the prize of Maddie Hatter cookies. 
I ordered some myself last night. This is what I'm going to do with the show, people, is I'm going to engage the advertising base. I believe they are my partners. I want to help promote them. If advertisers are going to pay money to the sports machine with Slim, I want to make sure that they get a return on their investment. So I'm going to promote their products. I'm going to use their products. I'm going to recommend their products to the listening audience. If you have a business out there and you want to promote it on the sports machine, you call into the sports machine airwaves. You can tell me. You can tell me and I guarantee your employees are going to want to listen to you as you Call me names or object to my opinions. Jaden Daniels could easily be the number one pick in this draft. I feel that Jaden Daniels is a athlete that I've n- I want to say I've never seen before. He ran for over a thousand yards this year. When he gets out in front of other people, he doesn't get caught. He will not get caught in the NFL as fast as those people are. Jaden Daniels is faster. And he's going to prove that, and his draft stock is going to rise as we head in. Will it be high enough to go number one? I don't know. I'm still Marvin Harrison because it's a guarantee, but WKXL is coming live to you. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHtalkradio.com. back with the sports machine with slim 603-224-1450 i'm in the mood for giving 603-224-1450 you know what you need to do what i need to do after this segment is i'm going to go and tape a show with jane from artful living who does a show here on wkxl very upbeat. In fact, I listened to the Artful Living show on the drive-in today, and her guest was a man named Philip, who brought in his own guitar and system here and sang four Christmas carols on the air during her show. Each segment, they did a, a Christmas carol, and it was cool to listen to. And her point was, you know, we don't really get enough time in this day and age to kind of relax. We're too busy being all stressed out. And listening to people like me could probably get people stressed out. Watching the Patriots last Sunday, <laughs> that definitely can get you stressed out. Seeing Bailey's Happy's haircut get you stressed out. Like, what is this cat doing? What are people? What's wrong with everybody? <laughs> Watching Republican debates last night. It's like it just never stops. Everything just keeps coming at all of us, and it's just bouncing around. And we have very limited time. I am so thankful that you have chosen to share your time with me today, and I'm asking you to gear up, buckle up, and do your best to try and listen tomorrow. (laughs) If you can't make it live, you can always go to nhtalkradio.com and hit things on delay. In fact, on the radio here, actually, this this show replays at night between 6 and 7, the exact same show, so people that are driving home at that point Hey, if you wanted to listen uh, a second time, you want to listen a second time, God bless you. Go ahead. We're, it's available. It's an option. We're there. We're on the radio. We're on nhtalkradio.com. The Patriots tonight. It's, it's such a sad, sorry, 
state of affairs. I have been a Tom Brady guy. I mean, I was calling into talk radio stations five years ago. Felger would be on 98.5, and he'd be like, who is it, Belichick or Brady? And I'd be like, I was like, listen, I'm trying not to be mean, but listen, you morons. Belichick ain't never taken a snap. Don't try to tell me that Belichick is the reason we're winning Super Bowls. But Tom Brady is the greatest player of all time. It's that simple. I have a man crush on this individual. I don't know if I should tell people this over the airwaves, but I have told other people this. This may be controversial. I hope it's not, actually. But I was just saying, I am a straight man. I'm happily married. If I was ever going to turn, Tom Brady would be the only guy that would have a chance. That's that's what I'm saying. If I was ever going to turn, Tom Brady would be the guy. I'm, I love this man. He is the greatest athlete. His intellect, the way he com- comports himself, is that the right word? Just the composure under stress. The way to win in championship situations, the way to bring the best out of everybody else on your team so that you win, I don't know how this cat does it, but he does it every time, almost, <laughs> for in New England, and then... He goes to Tampa Bay, and I hear so many people, oh, Tampa Bay was stacked. They were they were just a quarterback away. Like, he went to a team he knew he was going to be able to win. Listen, people, you need to, like, seriously, you need to check what's going on because the Tampa Bay Bucks were statistically the most losing organization in all of professional sports Hockey, football, baseball, basketball. Those four sports, the Tampa Bay Bucks had the most losing percentage win-loss record when Tom Brady went there. Oh, it was all set up for him. What? What? What have they done since he left? What did they ever do before he went there? Oh, when he went there in the first year, they won the title? Sheer coincidence. It was all set up for him. Oh, my God. If anybody ever tells you that, you just, like, look at them, and you're looking in their eyes, but it's like this eye roll thing. I've been doing it to my wife lately over the last week. She goes, don't look at me like that because I'll say something, and it's probably me, actually, right? Like, you're probably talking too fast, or the words coming out of my mouth are not what my brain thought is going to be coming out. So, like, I feel like she should understand what I'm saying, but she's probably like, what did he just say? Nonetheless, I look at her and I'm just the eye roll like, oh, God. Oh, God. What is she? <laughs> what? Just just ignore it, Jim. But now it's to the point where she's looking at me. Did anybody ever watch that show going back? Three's Company? I don't know if anybody out there. Probably not, but there was a guy. I think his name was Mr. Roper. And every time he would insult his wife, he would just smile and look at the camera with this huge smile. He was so proud of himself. That's how I get. That's how I get. I just don't have the camera following me around all the time. But in case you haven't already figured this out, I think I'm funny. That, this is probably my curse that I have like the highest opinion of myself thinking that I'm so funny when I'm really probably not, but just like I just keep on talking. And that's what happens when nobody calls into the show. 603-224-1450. It's that simple. You're driving along in your car, 603 224 
1450. You can call. I'll listen to you. I will ask questions. I'll engage with you. I'll ask you what you think about haircuts. It doesn't matter. It's all on the table. We are a sports show. The sports machine is a sports show. We do want to talk about the Patriots. Devontae Parker, just talking about the Patriots, like, how mad am I at this guy? He, this guy is like, I, I, I don't want to insult people. I want to be nice, but like, well, what's he doing? What are we doing? Why, why is this guy on our team? You throw the ball to the cat. He can't catch. He's going to step out of bounds. He's going to drop it. It's just like, I, why do we need him here? intentionally to lose. So, so now you're, oh, Belichick's playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. That's what the people were saying in this area for 15, 20 years when we had Brady and the Patriots were winning. Belichick's playing chess by paying people less. Paying, he, he won't pay the high price free agents. He's playing checkers. He's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened with Devontae Parker. See, Belichick wants to lose. He's trying to lose. He's like 100 years old and like 15 games away from the most victories of all time, which, uh, as an aside, I'm pretty sure he's almost at the most losses by a coach of all time. He's rapidly approaching that level. So people who love Bill Belichick, he, oh, you know, he's going to be the winningest coach of all time. Well, meanwhile, 15 years ago, he's like, I don't want to be coaching into my 70s. I don't want to be Marv Levy. Now he's here. It's like, dude, that's who you are. Except guess what? Like, you're not as good as him. It's, it's, this is like a staircase going down. Every year since Tom Brady lose, has left, we just take one step down. One step down, one step down, one step down. Now we're at the stage where if you're going to go to actually, you're going to go to a Patriots game, you have to wear a brown paper bag over your head because you don't want anybody to know that like you would be seen there because the team is so bad. You know, come to think of it, Zappy might want to invest in one of those brown paper bags. <laughs> Haircut's so bad. I can't wait to watch. I guarantee if you watch the game tonight, when he takes off his helmet, you're going to be, wow, that slim guy, he was right. This guy's haircut. It's really bad. Like, who's doing it? I don't get Believe me, I know. I've had bad haircuts. I've had people make fun of me for my haircuts many times through the years. And I'm now in a position, even though I'm losing my hair, that I can tell Bailey Zappy, dude, you need a consultant. You need a consultant for your haircut. Because if you get a better haircut, maybe you'll become a better football player. It's possible you can't score less than seven. You, I mean, you can't score less than zero. Uh, maybe seven. That, that just snuck in there. That was one of the instances where my brain is talking faster than my mouth, I guess. Maybe the Patriots are going to score seven points tonight. You know what that means? The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to score six. I'm on the record. That's my prediction. The Patriots, seven. The Steelers, six. The Patriots win. And tomorrow on Friday, we all get to start out listening to Angry Slim talk about how Belichick, his greedy nature, wants to get one closer victory to catching the all-time wins record instead of doing what's better for the franchise. What is best for the New England Patriots is to lose Every single game from here on out. See you later, Bill Belichick. Thank you for your service. At the end of this season, we're parting ways. Who in their right mind would say, no, no, no. We need to keep Bill Bill here so he can help us rebuild. The defense is great. Dude, yes, the defense is pretty darn good. Belichick 
greatest defensive mind in the history of football from my perspective, my uh, limited knowledge on the history of the X's and O's of football. Belichick, I would say he's the best at defense. That Super Bowl, we won the second one against the Rams there. Like, our defense, I didn't think we were that great. He coached them up. We crushed them in the Super Bowl. They could do nothing. That was coaching. But as a head coach, as a talent evaluator, you go into this season with Mac Jones as your starting quarterback and Bailey Zappi as your backup? Don't, I mean, I'm about to get, like, next level angry, Slim. You're sending your fans up for failure, dude. What chance did we have, Mac Jones? and B- At the least you could have told him to do his shave his full head coming in. So the embarrassment, I take it as a personal insult, that haircut. I've had enough of this. In fact, I'm going to take it. I'm going to write a letter to somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to take some time after this showing custom craft a letter to the Patriots organization demanding a haircut for Bailey Zappi. He better have done it last night. I hope somebody knows him and gets this, this show to him. So he just, just do it, dude. Just do it. Something good might come from this. And something good might come from you listening to WKXL. Maybe you'll get a secret surprise in the mail from the Maddie Hatter Cookie Company. <laughs> That's one good thing that can happen. I'm putting it out tomorrow. Anybody who calls the show and mentions Maddie Hatter Cookies, you're going to get some sent to you in the mail, courtesy of the Sports Machine with Slim. We are here every weekday, WKXL, from 10 to 11 a.m. We're on 1450 a.m. 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. I love this music. NHTalkRadio.com.